On this episode of Cozy with the Rock, we'll be touching on generational curses and how we learn from them. episode of cozy with the rock i am chris i'm rashi rashi tell the people where to find us you can find us on our instagram at cwar.podcast you can also find us on twitter at cwar podcast and that's all one word or you can email us at cwar podcast at yahoo.com and you can always always shoot us a dm for sure for sure so this morning, me and my, my beautiful wife, Rashi, we went out to have brunch. Wasn't that nice? Very nice. It was very nice. <laughs> didn't know, uh, well, I didn't know, but y'all don't know. Y'all ever go out to brunch on a, on a weekend morning? It is deep. <laughs> you wouldn't even know there's a pandemic going on. It's Seriously? deep out there. Oh my so we goodness. had to wait in the line for a little bit, but it was nice. Nice having, you know, change of scenery with my wife. Yeah, talking just the two of us just the two of us having some good food um what not directly what led to that but take you back a little bit in the week on uh early in the week you know we were at work having a busy day and whatnot so i text my wife i was like yo i was feeling myself so i was like yo how about a nice rub down later she hit me with the the purple heart emoji which in this house means I, so I'm like, bet, tonight it's going down. So get off from work, coming home, little man's at his aunt's house. Rashi goes to pick up little man from um, his aunt's house, and uh, she spends a little time over there. Not too surprised about that. So a little time goes by before she actually gets home. She gets home, it's, it's late, it's just pushing maybe like that hour bracket before his bedtime. So like, I'm on like, let's get it mode as soon as he comes to the door. Get his bath ready, get his clothes ready. He says he's hungry, don't know why, whatever. Uh, Rashi fixes him something to eat. Boom, 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 before you know it, he's in bed. Bed, it's about to go down. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Rashi gets in the room, showers up, coming on, boom, boom, boom. I come over with the oil in hand. I say, what's up? She hits me with the, I don't feel connected to you right now. <laughs> Heard that record First player in the all, background. <laughs> what? What? You making it sound so what? dramatic right now. This is how like, it happened. You're so dramatic. This is how it happened. Like, I'm ready. Little man asleep. About to dim the lights. And You ready? I don't feel connected to you right now. <laughs> so I'm just standing there. Standing there, like, in the middle of the room. With the oil in my hand looking stupid, like looking crazy. Like, <laughs> what just happened? Like, when did that happen? Oh my God. So, you know, put the oil down because that wasn't happening. Get in the bed next to her and I say, baby, what's wrong? She hit me with the, meh. I'm like, what is, what, what, what happened? What's wrong? You're like, you know, you came in the house. I didn't, I didn't greet you properly. We haven't spoken really because. She's, she's telling the truth. We didn't really speak when she came in because, like I said, I was on 
we got a little bit of time before his bedtime, so let me get it. I just jumped in, boom, 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 because I was like, our time will come later. So I didn't. I said good evening or whatever, no kiss, no hug, and went into doing all that because I was like, okay, I got you later. I got him now. So when later came, the, the disconnect was already there because you know she had a long day. I had a long day. Yes. But she didn't have all those little things leading up to that moment. So I said, okay, we will, what do you what do you need? And she was like. More communication with you throughout. I mean, can, let's go ahead and talk like I'm, I'm here. Oh, my bad, my bad. Okay, I, was, I, was getting my, I was getting my ish off. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> I was getting my Because you're off. just telling a story like was, I'm not even present. That's my side. That's my side of the story. So, like we stated before, to rewind, you and I hadn't spoken that entire day. That's not entirely true. Well, let, let me stop. Okay, so you and I, obviously, you're busy at work. I'm busy at work. So we typically don't get to really converse, more so me, because on my job, there's just way too much. A lot of times I, I don't get downtime. I, I try to text, but it's just, you know, just so uncertain. So I, you know, I give that a pass. But my time to talk to you is in the morning sure. because I know that you're capable of talking to me in the morning and then after work. And it's just like, you are always my go-to person who I first call in the morning, not my sisters, not my friends. You are my first person that I want to talk to in the morning because you leave obviously early while we're all still sleeping. And so when, you know, I get up, I'm on my way to work, on my way to drop little man off, that is my time to talk to you because obviously we haven't spoken, you know, morning time. I want to see how your day went, you know, how it started, all of that. And then obviously after work, I typically don't ever call anybody except you. Like I may call my sisters or whoever, but you are my main person. And so, and I feel like we've discussed this before where I'm just like, I stay like, like sweating you and you do not be sweating me like that. that. Is, see, see, why are you and, lying to the people? I'm not. Why are you I'm lying not. to the and people? And I feel like there used to be a time where you be blowing me up, but I feel like, mm, that's not, that's not you these days. That's not, that's wow. Swaying, that's, swaying the jury. I'm not. Swaying and so that particular day when we, when I woke up, and I was, I called you on my way to work and you, I couldn't really understand what you were saying or whatever, but I feel like I could tell the, the tone in your voice. And so that what led me to ask, well, I think we hung up and then I think what led me to text you after. And I asked like, do you even like talking to me on your way to work? Do you see, or you, do you're you... leaving details out. You're leaving details what out. What do you mean? I work in a moving vehicle. I'm in a truck like 90% of my day driving from spot to spot i drive through different cities different back roads different highways all day sometimes the signal is strong sometimes the signal is not strong so you might hear me clear one second and like i'm I'll keep driving on the same road and you can't hear anything i'm saying because the signal's bad also i work with another person who's also trying to talk to their family or whomever on the phone at the same time and it gets noisy in that truck more times than not. So I'm competing against the noise of the truck, my partner talking, and these bad signal areas. So like, 
I get frustrated when I'm trying to have a conversation with you and you keep saying, what, what? I can't hear you. What? And I have to repeat myself. And I know it's because this is just not a good time to talk because of where I am and what I'm doing. So yes, there was some frustration that had nothing to do with you. That's not to say I don't want to talk to you. Okay, which is fine because I got that. I was just like, okay, that's true. He, what he's saying, all facts. He's probably, you know, can't hear against everything, all the other elements that are surrounding him. So I was just like, okay, cool. Which is how when you text me then, and that was after the fact about the whole rub down, that's why I still gave the heart. Like, that's a good idea. That's sure. cool. Because obviously I wasn't tripping off of that because I was in agreement with, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to hold that against him. I cannot hear. But here is the ranch in the story. <laughs> when I got off, he knows, you know, my every move, where I'm going. You know our child is X, Y, and Z, and I have to then go retrieve him from X, Y, and Z. All I do is get a text. After so many hours, I get a text. And then I think I got like maybe another text or something like that. And I'm like, and I look at the time and I'm like, wow, hours have passed by. And my husband has not picked up the phone to call me one time. And that is Did you know where I was off of work though? I did know you were How off of work. How did you know I was off of work? How did you know? Because of the hour. No, no, no. Because the text that said I'm off. Of work. Okay. I say that to say, I knew you were going to little man's auntie's house. I was like, she's good. I'm off. She's off. She's good. I'm not, first of all, I'm not asking that to, for you to check even, on me to I see if I'm safe. That's not our conversation. I'm building up to what I'm trying to say. Okay, go ahead. All right, my bad. So, okay, I have this guilty pleasure, which is now causing a little riff. Anyway, when I get off of work, it's normally around 5 o'clock-ish on a normal day. That's when all the jams be on the radio. Mm. That's when that, that traffic mix mm. be hitting, hitting. They be throwing them throwback. Mm. I be like, oh. Mm. Okay. Which is the same time you like to talk to me, which is I get. But then, which I also told you, if we talk from the time I get off of work and the whole drive home, what do we have to talk about when we both get in the house? We still have things to talk about. Bruh. We still have things to talk about. As long as you're not expecting me to carry the conversation. Never intended for that. But I'm saying, like, I'm off. You know I'm off. I'm heading home. You know this. I'm gonna, When we get home, we can we can dive right in. We can do the recaps of the day. You know, all that gets... I mean, we, mm. we talk the whole, the whole drive home. For me, is about a good 40, 40 minutes worth of driving. And then get home and continue the conversation. Nothing is wrong with that. I'm not saying anything is wrong with that. I'm just saying... First of all, I'm not asking for you to talk to me that entire time. But once if we get on the phone, we're not getting off the phone. Yes, we can. If Why would we get say, off the phone? We normally don't. I feel like at least that's when you be like, "Where courtesy. you at?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm almost home." You be like, "Oh, I'm around the corner." Like we talk the whole time driving home. No, but what I, my point is is that you did not call me that entire time, and that doesn't necessarily mean I was going to speak with you that entire time that is true you could have still called me just to be like hey just checking up on you just checking to see what's going on where you at i knew you you're was good at, i knew you was good you was at the auntie house kicking it how many hours passed prior to you texting me that i was off or the follow-up yeah up? 
that that I was off that that you were off. No, I texted you I was off as soon as I got off. My point is, you did not call me when you got off. So how do you know that I was okay and that Mason was okay? That was that was true. That's true. My it bad. was hours before you you text. I mean, before yeah, before you text again. That's true. It was hours in between that time, and I feel like you're just okay with, and I feel like that just goes back to you just getting back in that comfortableness where you feel like I don't really have to. No, no, really... that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Cause I know where you're going and I know what happens when you arrive to where you're going. So I was like, she's good. No. All right. That's, that's on me. Which, exactly. And I, because... I can get where you know, the disconnect in your mind took place and how you didn't feel. Like, right. Yes, my bad. I am sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. So, yes, that is how it went in the week. Right. And then past that day, I improved on my communication and talking and checking in during the day and after the day and all that good stuff. And I'm not saying you got to check. I'm not in saying all, that all, all the, the time. time. Yes, that's. But, but I'm just saying don't let a bunch of hours roll you. by you. and you not try to check in with I me and you. your child is what I'm saying or just me for sure is what I'm saying I got you my bad <laughs> we gonna do better alright better so. better better mm-hmm. yes so we're gonna speak on some generational curses speaking of because um communication is a generational curse in a lot of people's households very true. Um, or lack of communication. Right, lack of communication. So, yeah, for sure, I would say that would be the number one. If we're, you know, and speaking on generational curses, just because it's important, you know, when to look back where you came from, sure. how you were raised, um, and it kind of identifies a lot of things that you know the way you do things, the way how you operate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know how you operate within relationships, For whether sure. it be friends or Me and you, you know raised romantic. two different ways, right? So I feel like two communication, and I think this is just probably a black person thing. Sad to say, no shade. Sad to say <laughs> to any other ethnic backgrounds, <laughs> but um, I feel like communication in a black household because I feel like a lot of us uh born in like that 1980 you know 70s 80s, 80s mm-hmm. 90s you know early early 90s we grew up in a time frame where black people used to be like um I don't have to and I feel like we were just talking about this yesterday um where we're just like don't ask me why I asked you to do something like or if I told you to do something or, you know, whatever, don't ask me why. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We grew up in that era of, you know, you do what you're told. You don't really know the reasonings why. Um, and I think that right there is a breakdown in communication because, mm-hmm. and I have to catch myself too, because I love that our that our child asks questions. Mm-hmm. I think that's, Yo. yeah, I love that about him. About like, everything. And I always think to myself, like, I don't want him ever to lose that. Yeah. Like, I don't want him ever to have a fear of asking a question, of fearing that he'll get shut down, or fear that somebody may think that it's a dumb question, or whatever the case may be. So, I always want him to have that inquisitiveness about him. However, I guess I don't know. I don't if there's just a balance when it comes to 
that because he could really get out of control. Like <laughs> when I asked him, like, asking, look, but why? But why, mommy? Right. I'll try to be nice about it to explain to him why. But then, you know, you get to a point where it's just like, OK, you you doing you doing the most. But I feel like when we grew up, we didn't even have that I didn't have the option. To, like, <laughs> And that's crazy because you were raised in, in you know, families American based. For the most yes, part, we're American. Mm-hmm. Southern, Southern, yeah, American. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the era. I was raised in a West Indian household by a Jamaican mother, but the same rules apply. You don't, you don't question said, black people. You don't question what they you were told to do, right? But we give our son a little leeway on right. that. Right, we try, we try because yes. you know, be, again, with yeah. generationally knowing how those types of things. Because I feel like it's a cause and effect like i feel like if you continuously um tell someone like okay stop asking me why or whatever it's because i said so you begin to get conditioned not to ask questions and i feel like that's not a good way because you learn by asking questions that's how you learn and everything like that so i feel like um it's ever ask some a grown-up like why they do something and they they honestly don't have an answer for you. They're like, well, that's just, <laughs> and you're a grown, you're a grown person that has bills and a mortgage. And you, you say, oh, well, that's just the way I was taught. Like, you don't even know why. Right, right, right. And I remember like, I was raised by my grandmother, first of all. And I'm like, she used to ask some like, or do, or have me do some like the craziest things. And I used to just be like, why? Like, or, you know, How's that and being, sense? <laughs> or being, or being a teenager, or whatever. Hey, can I go X, Y, and Z? No, it's because I said so, and it's just like that does not make any sense. But what's behind that? Exactly. But then, of course, as I grew older, and it, it and it's so unfair. Like that's such an unfair scenario because I had to be grown to understand. Okay, where she was coming from. I'm just like okay, I can I can understand why you know she said X, Y, and Z or where she was coming from, but I'm just like, why did I have to wait till You're I'm an adult. well a grown person to then to make get that the logic. Con- yeah, to get that connection. I'm just like, that makes no sense. <laughs> that makes no sense. So I feel like breaking down the barriers of communication, super important. Um, and obviously that goes to raising children or within your own um, relationship. relationship, which then brings me to a generational curse within my family that um, is, I feel like, one of the main curses, I feel, of my family. Um, And that would be the lack of either having a spouse or staying with this, staying together, staying with a spouse. So I feel like growing up, I don't believe I had a, not I don't believe, I did not, have a real representation of a healthy um, marriage, you know, relationship. Neither did I. I did not either. I did not. I was raised by a single mother. I did not. So, um, you know, looking back, I'm just like looking at what, what couple could I, did I look to, to show me what a, you know, a great relationship, not a great relationship, but a healthy, you know, marital relationship looked like and I just did not have that representation 
Um, of course, you hear stories when you when you're young and when you get older. You know, oh, so and so was married to this person, but then they got divorced, and then, you know, it, it's just like you know, kind of whispers. Right. Like there's, there's no, no detail. There's detail. No, yeah. Why didn't it work out? Why? And um, I feel like leads me to another one: secrecy. That's another generation of curse. In a black house. <laughs> In a black house. But we'll we'll touch on that uh, again. But I feel like just them not having, no one just having that relationship that we can um, look to. And, um, yeah, I just feel like that was, like, one of the main um, things. And, of course, then I, be, you know, you begin to think, and, of course, I was again, I said I was raised by my grandmother. And so I come from a lineage of very strong women. Facts. Like a lineage of long, long lineage of, you know, independent women. We can do it by ourselves. You don't need no man to teach you or to do anything for you. And that's kind of the, you know, my grandma. She, I feel like she would say like, oh, you know, you have plenty of time for boys. You have plenty of time to get married. She really preached, you know, education, which is very important. Very, very important. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that was kind of like the only thing. She wanted me to know how to do things on my own. She wanted me to be able to make my own money to, you know, where I wouldn't have to depend on another man, you know, for anything. Which, again, loved her for that. Great things. But I think that there needs to be a balance because... But then when I get to uncover a lot of things, you know, and start learning things about her, it made sense why she, you know, taught me that. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes to show about maybe her relationship that she may have experienced in the past where, you know, maybe she did lean on um, her husband or lean on a guy for things. And she was maybe not in the position to be as independent as she wanted to be. So maybe she was teaching us. Like, you know, don't, don't depend on a guy. Yeah. Don't be in a situation. If you don't have to be independent, make your own money, get an education where you can, you know, make a living and do it yourself. You did all that. I did. Good job. Good job. Um, but I feel like it's important to, because that's just the wave of life that you're going, like, I can't avoid, unless I made a stance, like I'm never going to get married. That's, hardly no one ever says that for sure you know what i mean a couple people but yeah no but it's not prevalent it's not what the typical person will say Mm -hmm. typically you're going that's just a wave of life you're going to grow older you're going to go to school whatever blah 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 however the however it transpires obviously you're going to want to share your life with someone else and i feel like that is just you know in the way and bringing up is a disservice to you know adults who raise children to not address certain things Mm -hmm. because then you will learn, you know, you're going to, that's the person you're being molded to be. And then when you get in a relationship, then you realize, well, how does this keep happening? Like, you know, like, why does this keep happening? Like, why, you know, why am I wired this way? You know, to uncover all of those things I think are just very important. And again, like I said, with, um, communication that was a big thing now kind of reverting back to that com- the situation you and I faced um, that we just spoke about in the beginning um, I very well could have decided to which 
every fiber in me, it's like I'm, I'm wired that way to not say something. Like I could have decided I'm just going to give you the cold shoulder. But why? I'm just going to, because just being stubborn, just being non, uh, n- not being a good communicator. Like, so when somebody shuts down or gives the cold shoulder, their communication is trash. I think they're not practicing good communication skills. They're not practicing communication at all. Right. <laughs> at all. Trash. <laughs> Throw that out there. Trash. But my point is that I could have decided to do that, but because I'm just like, Rashi, that won't, like, are you willing to just continue to feel the way you're feeling on the inside and just continue to, you know, cause a discord between the two of us and not in not displaying how you feel mm-hmm. or can you just end it right here right and, now and, and, and it right just, there and you know what i mean it's but my my first instinct right i will let you know my first instinct is not to discuss or not to reveal how i feel because that was not something that i was taught to do like that was not like something that was encouraged mm-hmm. where i was you know being raised like it wasn't like okay she, tell me how you feel Same how did that make you here. feel or did you feel you know i said so and so to you did that make you feel x y and z and i'm just like again that it was goes to you know how we were raised mm-hmm. like we the were, number one word i heard more than any other word growing up was hush <laughs> <laughs> you say something hush you know because like <laughs> that was that was that was all you got like right don't talk about what are you and talking then the about cra- you just said issue? hush and that just kind of i don't know i don't know if it's, this is in conjunction with or if this is on the same page but i used to always feel it's the craziest thing you whoop a child and then you tell them to be quiet does that make any sense it does not make sense that makes no sense but you I've, I've done me. that you beat me <laughs> you beat i didn't say hush or be quiet to stop crying I did. You beat yeah. me or you beat them and just be like, shut up before I give you something to cry for. My friend, you already gave me something to cry <laughs> for. What are you saying? But you know kids is extra, man. They will milk that cry oh for a God. good 45 minutes. I just feel like I just feel like those are just those things <laughs> that were said to us. And I feel like it really had an effect mm-hmm. on us. Maybe our parents at the time didn't believe that that was something that could affect us right. by doing that. They just was saying it and I, I noticed that with my child I feel like he he's a feeler yeah. he's a he's an emotional I think he's he takes emotional. he takes after me in that respect um a lot of times he'll be like you know that hurt my feelings or I don't like it makes me feel bad and I love that about him and I'm like I don't ever want to dim that in him right. I always want him to express how he feels because he's entitled to feel how he feels mm-hmm. and then it's my job as a parent to help him to work through those feelings correct not just you know to them. give him tools on how to better address that same situation in the future you know per it happens again it's not for me to just dismiss the way he feels mm-hmm. because then he at a t- at a point He'll probably stop telling me, you know, how he feels and he may decide to act out, you know, act out those feelings in a different way. Facts. Instead of verbalizing it, he may, you know, whatever. Some kids throw tantrums, some kids, you know, whatever. 
I want him to always have that, um, you know, have that within him where he wants to voice how he feels. And again, like I said, going back to our situation, I very well, that is not second nature to me right. to tell you how I feel. I am used to keeping, and I feel like, and I still do that with other situations. I, a lot of times I keep in, I've learned that about myself and maybe that may be my, um, maybe that may be a thing of me that I don't like to have confrontation. You I like to, you're avoid, not a conf I'm not a confrontational person. person. So I avoid, I want all the smoke, <laughs> <laughs> I want all but the I smoke. think I overcompensate to try and let you know how I feel because like I said, it is not second nature to me because that is not how I was. You raised. know what that's called? What? Growth. <laughs> yeah. Growth looks good on you. Thank you. Keep it up. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I believe that, you know, those generational curses um, definitely had an effect, I feel like, on me. Um, and it's just so important to try to pinpoint those, uh, to pinpoint what they are so we know, like, how can we stop this from happening from again? Happening, like, like, how do we stop, put a stop to, to this? And, um, yeah, I just feel like it's, it's, you know, definitely, um, important to, to discuss. And you said you, I mean, you, you agreed that that was one of your generational curses, yeah. um, not having a relationship to really to look, to look I, up I, to, you know, I didn't have any close by, like super close, like in the family, sure. you know, the way I saw relationships was mostly like at church. Sure. Yeah. Look up, you know, to married couples at church. But like my family, I had none. I have like as I got older, like more so a little bit after high school. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I have siblings that are married, but they live like most of them live up north. Mm -hmm. And the ones down here, that didn't happen until like I was in college. So and, you know, everyone's doing well in their marriages and doing going strong. But like coming up, growing up, I didn't have it. I was raised by a single mother. My sisters weren't like really dating like that at that time, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't have anybody in the house to look and see what a healthy relationship looked like. Sure. So, yeah. But yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So um, I think we need to normalize, um, of course, age appropriate, you know, being open, mm -hmm. you know, with um, our children and talking to them because I just think it's like long overdue. Like I think so many, I love talking to a little man. Like he has like the way he thinks mm -hmm. It's like, if you just sit down and ask him a question, like, so what do you <laughs> think about that? He'll be like, um, so yeah, I don't really like, like he goes in deep with it and like just the conversation, the back and forth, like yeah. you can see his mind working and like, why would I just want to be like, you know, be quiet. Like right. his mind, goes to some amazing places sure and with with logic behind it it's not just fluff it's like logic behind it like sure yeah so <laughs> yeah i'm gonna hear him out i'm not always gonna agree with him i'm not always gonna you know it's not gonna, always gonna change how i feel in my opinion but just see where he's coming from i always give him like the floor per se sure and i think that just needs to be normalized um because again like i said we weren't grown we weren't raised in a 
era where that was accepted, mm-hmm. where speaking your mind, it was always more of a, you're supposed to be seen and not heard. Right. Like be there, but don't, don't let me know that you're there by speaking. Weird. Right. Um, you know, interjecting yourself and, you know, just the way we were dismissed. Um, On everything. Yeah. Like we were, you know, grown folks business. Or now, like I said, age appropriate or, you know, whatever. And I feel like there's a way of doing it, too. You can let them know in a, you know, in a healthier way, like, hey, this conversation is not meant for you. Or, you know, I have to talk to so-and-so about something that, you know, may not be, you know, appropriate for you or whatever. Um, Now, I'm not saying that we have to, you know, completely because obviously there's a time and place for everything because there's a time where little man gets out of control and I have to raise my voice like (laughs) one of my friends lets me know like, yo, like that bass in your voice, (laughs) you be scaring us like I have to flex like I have to I do have to get at those times because kids they're going to be kids and they're going to push the limit as far as you allow them to push it. Milk it. So as a parent, you got to, you know, learn when to, you know, pull them reins back, like hold up. But there's, like I said, there's a balance and there's a time and place for everything. But I don't want to just because I'm an adult, I want him to know that adults have feelings. Like, Mm -hmm. I think we grew up in an era where adults were seen as these, mythical beings like, like they can handle everything like they Nothing can handle goes wrong. everything like i remember <laughs> i hurt my hand and um i was just like oh it hurts so bad and so um little man was just like oh but you you don't cry you don't you don't hurt it doesn't hurt you because you're you're a grown-up i'm like no i said mommy yeah. is human yeah and if mommy cuts her finger mommy uh, depending on how bad it is Mommy probably will cry. Mommy probably, it will hurt me. Like, I don't want him to be so disconnected from the real fact right. that, you know, I am an, a, I'm an adult, but I'm a human at the same time. At the same time. So I don't want him to, you know, and I, and I even said it amongst my, um, amongst a group of my friends that I said, I will let him know some of my mistakes. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Like that's an ooh, like, ooh, coming up and when we were right, young, it was just like your your parents thought, made no wrong. They they didn't do any anything wrong like exactly, in life. Exactly. They made zero mistakes, exactly. and they they will proudly let you believe that. Exactly, which is so unreal. Like it's so come on I'm just now. Like, it seriously? makes no sense. Like that's how I used to feel. And of course, there was a big generation. There was a gap between my grandmother and myself. So it was even worse right? because right. it wasn't right there. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Not only it was just like, she had a whole life yeah. before me, you know, sometimes with your parents, you can, you know, with your, with your mom, with your, you know, and you can kind of see as they're going through mm-hmm. life or whatever. But it was like, my grandmother had a whole life raised kids. She's old now, you know what I considered old right. at the time. Um, and she, you know, it's like she lived a whole life and I didn't get to see that. So right. it was just like, I didn't, I wasn't able to connect. Like, And she led me to believe those things. Mm-hmm. Like, she led me to believe, like, you were born a Christian. 
This right. is you were born in this body that you have right now. You wasn't even a kid. <laughs> like, like I didn't even believe that she was a kid. I like, feel you. I feel you. She never, you know, mm-hmm. alluded to the things in the past. Like, never happened. Never happened. <laughs> it was like, which it's doesn't make fact, sense. Because my grandmother, um, I hear stories about my grandmother right. through my mom. Right. And the way my mom describes my grandmother, right. I'm like, that's not the same person <laughs> right. that you're describing. Exactly. There's no way because my grandma exactly. is a saint. Right. So what are you th- <laughs> she's the sweetest lady on earth. Exactly. So what are you saying? Like she used to get loud and my grandmother? You, right. You wildin'. You nah. Wildin'. Nah. Exactly. That's exactly how she like I would hear little stories about her, but it wasn't nothing crazy. Right, right. It was just still like Things, you couldn't see it. Yeah, you I couldn't just still see couldn't see it. Nah. I'm just like, y'all wilding. What? Not my but I'm just like, I don't want my child to be like that. Right. I want my child to know, like, my mom is, you know, a real. She is a really great. You know, whatever she does does not does not take away from how great she is. The mistakes that she made. You know, I want them to know that. I second I was, that. I second that from the father's perspective as well. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Appreciate it. Sorry. Yes, mom <laughs> and dad, I apologize. Mom and dad, you know, are human beings and they were just trying to find their way. For sure. And just because they made certain mistakes, that does not mean, you know, that they are, you know, it, it means, you know, they're still great people. You right. know what I mean? And, and I think if I, that if was, I see you doing anything close to what I was doing, I'm going to tell you, you know, I did that. And this, this is what happened to me. I'm right. not going to say just don't do that. Right. With no backstory. Right. Exactly. And have your mind like, why? Exactly. Now I said everything in, you know, age appropriateness. Correct. But I'm going to not, I'm not going to go down that road. I said, I'm, I refuse to do my child like I was done. Like, I was like, that's, I'm not going to do that because that's the way, that's the exact way she don't have sex before you are married. Don't have sex, period. Kids don't have sex before you're married. Don't have sex before you're married, kids. And here's why. <laughs> there are STDs out there Ew. that you don't know about. Ew. If you don't, if you're just having random sex with other people, there's a you know teen pregnancy that can prove to be a very hard situation. Per you're not you know properly equipped. Here are the reasons why. Don't do it. Just you know to not do it. Don't just say don't do it. Right. Especially the kids these days, <laughs> they're not gonna let that fly for you to just say no. Right. These kids these days, they, they're not going to do they that. They're different. Right. They so different. that's just going to be our approach, I feel. For sure. Because um, I know they did the best that they could. Our Absolutely. parents did the best that they could. And, of course, again, how they were raised. You have to look at how yeah. they were raised. And it's just a continuation from generation to generation. If nobody corrects it, that is what's going to be the theme of you raising children that is going to be a consistent thing that continues to happen until someone says hold up let's try to do it differently let's try a different approach because and that's how we're taking it right so you know we um, do, we do. i still think that you and i are really great people we were you know we still you know grew up to be very upstanding people i think they are both of our parents I'm a stand up guy did a very good job but i do believe that there are certain things that could have been done differently correct so um yeah for sure that's that's our spiel on generational 
curses and we may you know touch on we'll it touch again on um, you know some other things again so For sure. yeah right, let me tell you something real quick real quick <laughs> <laughs> so my homeboy mm-hmm. this is this is off of everything just want to get your opinion my homeboy so he hits mm-hmm. me up he's like yo let me tell you something my homeboy just came off a serious relationship maybe like two years ago like mm-hmm. a serious serious relationship like mm-hmm. whatever so lay low met somebody recently he said all right talking he's like this is going this is going well i like this he said this is the thing he's like i don't want to i won't say advertise but put my relationship on social media and things of that nature like i don't want it to be out there like that just due to how certain things happened in the past mm-hmm. but he's like we, we you know we will be exclusive couple like he wants to date the person he just doesn't want to advertise it to the world Mm -hmm. so that was said things are going good so now he's receiving word from other people that um the person he's speaking to is out here moving mad single like single moves yeah they they move in mad single Mm -hmm. and based on no like i don't even know why we would need like social media to verify things in this day and age but like there's no proof since there's no proof out there that right they're dating they're someone dating else. someone else sure. you know people like you know why why are you tripping like but now he's trying to say look but we're a couple but people like are you so it's weird he's like in a weird space he's like i get what he tried to do and i get why the word the word he's hearing back from people is concerning um because if we say we're a couple, we're a couple. So mm-hmm. you out here doing single moves, that's mad shady. Sure. How do you feel about that? Like you Um, I don't know, a couple things here. Um, well, number one, I guess we gotta identify what was the reason for wanting to keep what's the reasoning behind that for wanting to keep your relationship under wraps you just don't i guess they just from past uh experiences you know people interfering so maybe we need to discuss those reasonings because i think naturally when you're with someone um now maybe i'm I'm not understanding the whole backstory situation and maybe again like i said maybe those situations need to be addressed first Um, Just because I feel like your natural instinct when you are with someone and you are serious about it. Now, unless you're in the beginning stages. Right. When you want to just lay low, you don't know how it's going to go. Right. You don't know really how it's going to go. Whatever. You want to keep that under wraps. That's cool. I've seen that happen before with um, people that I know um, where they haven't. Um, come out right right away mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and said it. I feel like even you and I, like we, even we when we were in, in this talk, talking stages, we did not display it for the world to see, no. especially not on social, social media. media. Doing the background um, work. The background we want to make sure that you know, okay, we were solid first. We're solid. We know that we're we're in this for the long haul. We were both in agreement on that fact. So for the mere fact, once we got past that. Then for other people to know was just like instinct. Like that's of course we wanted we wanted the world to know. You yeah, know, we were sure. excited. Like excited. exactly. Proud. We were proud. Exactly. Good word. Proud. 
that, you know, we have this relationship and we want to share with, you know, everyone that we know. So I feel like maybe a conversation between the two need to, uh, needs to take place because mm-hmm. evidently the two are on two separate two pages. separate pages like, because you can't you, you right there there's a disconnect somewhere because one person can't say like like it seemed like one person was just like okay yeah we together and we're not gonna say anything the other person was just like okay cool we're not gonna say nothing period <laughs> to nobody <laughs> my my dude like we are wheat legs i don't know sis whatever it was just like no Nobody got to know. No one knows. Okay. And you can't, you know what I'm saying? That's one extreme to the next. Right. Right. You can't do that. Like, and I get, I think there's just a disconnect somewhere because if both are on the same page of this is a, you know, solid monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. that we're committed, we're committed to one another, you know, we're in this for the long haul, you know, we absolutely like if you, if both parties have are in agreement with that, then I think that it kind of should be no brainer. Now, if you both decide, okay, we don't want to take this to social media for whatever reason. I think that if you have that, you know, if you have within your heart and you know, like I'm really feeling this person and I'm really digging this person, I don't feel like you'll be able to entertain anything else. For sure. Like, I just don't, you won't, you will not like it, it just, something is different. Yeah. When you really feel in somebody and you really are just like, dude, like you locked in, I'm locked into this person. No one else is going to be able to grab your attention. For sure. I feel, or you are not as easily. And if, and if they are, you wasn't there. Maybe you're not feeling you that person as much as you right, feeling like you are. You wasn't are. really on the same level. Right. And maybe you're not as in deep as you're, or as you're feeling. Because I know that when I was at that stage, like nobody, you know, in that beginning stage or, you know, whatever the case may be, once I committed myself, mm-hmm. I just don't feel like no one else could slither in and, or I'll be entertaining or openly entertaining. Now people can do what they want. For sure. They can, they can, you know, make advances. They can shoot a DM. They Ain't can got to do or with you. send a text, Ain't whatever. Got to do with you. That don't have nothing to do with you. But it's how you respond, which will change the situation. Facts. How you choose to respond. Like if you steadily trying to entertain these advances, maybe you need to read, take a step back and look at the situation. Because right, right. maybe you're a little bit too comfortable in the silence, like in the secrecy mm-hmm. of, you know, the relationship or whatever you you just you just way too comfortable like nah so i think a a conversation is warranted for sure for sure so you need to talk that out (laughs) definitely (laughs) have a conversation i'm gonna hit him up yeah for sure that's wild though yeah (laughs) that is is crazy wild absolutely people different yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) rashi before we get out of here, can you tell the people where to find us? Once again, people, you can find us on IG, on our Instagram at CWAR.podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at CWARpodcast. That's one word. Or you can always shoot us an email at CWARpodcast at yahoo.com. And like I said, you can follow us 
or send us a DM on Instagram. We always are posting questions um, so you can catch that. Or if you want to just DM us directly just for whatever, say what's up, have a question, feel free to feel reach free. out. Don't be scared. No question <laughs> is stupid. Right. No question is too small. We'll cover everything. Don't worry about it. Just if you're feeling it, just send it our way. For sure. Till next time, folks. Have a good one.